Hello and welcome back to English from the North, the podcast for learners of English from an intermediate to advanced level who want to enjoy their English with a bit more of a Scottish twist. My name is Lewis and in this episode of the podcast we are going to be talking about travelling because I'm coming to you, well at the point that this podcast is released I will be in Elche, I'll be on my holidays, first holiday of the year in a town called Elche in the community of Valencia in Spain big surprise I'm in Spain but as I'm recording this episode it's the Sunday before so I'm recording coming to you from the past speaking about the present and I'm, I'm having a good time I assume I'm having a fantastic time I'm really enjoying it like I say I assume but um, we will see we'll see but basically I just wanted to talk about traveling today because traveling is kind of like the the big payoff for for language learning it's this opportunity that you have to really put your skills into practice you can really you know leave that if we want to think about it and i'm going to do an episode really where i look at kind of the parallels between exercise and language learning but i think that this is kind of like if you think about your language learning and like the lessons and things like that as the sort of training sessions like you imagine a, a football player or a rugby player the language lessons and the time spent on anki or doing immersion listening to podcasts these are kind of like the the training sessions the sessions in the gym the sessions in the training field training with the team and then traveling or working you know using your target language in your job is like the playing the game on the the friday night or the the saturday night the the, the league match or, or or whatever so and i think it's you know it's, it's it's like that because it's where you really put it in into practice and you know you're you're kind of live you're, you're maybe you have these preoccupations about making errors and things like that because it's it's you're out there with people that aren't teachers and, and they're just going to talk to you like a well, you know just like having a normal conversation with you and that that can be quite intimidating because i know that there are people who are worried about making errors and, and, and things like that and worried about being misunderstood but basically i just wanted to make this episode to say don't worry about it it's not that big a deal the important thing is to put yourself out there because there are so many benefits attached to it i appreciate looking at the statistics for the people that listen to the podcast that this is going to be easier for some than others if we're talking about english for example i know that there are quite a few people listen from argentina and hong kong and, and places like that i appreciate for you guys it might be a bit more difficult to go traveling to an English-speaking country than it is from the listeners from Germany or Spain or Finland, for example. Shout out, by the way, to the people from Finland. I received an email the other day that said this was apparently the 14th most listened to language learning podcast in Finland on Apple Podcasts. So shout out to the absolute legends listening on Apple Podcasts in Finland. I haven't had the time to visit your country yet, but I would love to in the future. Every Finnish person I've met has been absolutely hilarious. I don't know what it is. I think it's because sort of at least the Finnish people I've met have been really good with this kind of, we'd say deadpan, like serious humor, this quite dry humor. And I think that goes down really well with the, with the British sense of humor. It, it's just a, a, a style of humor that we're, we're really, really used to. So for whatever reason, you know, it's, it's, it's we get them, I say get them quite well. It's the sense of humor that really, really works with us. So hopefully in the not too distant future, I will have the, the chance to visit Finland. But you know, thanks, thanks guys for listening. Thanks to everybody for listening. I really, I really, really appreciate it. And it's fantastic to see that so many people from so many different countries are listening to this podcast. So thank you all. So let's get into this idea of traveling. 
how can you really maximize traveling? What's the way that you can get the most out of traveling when you want to speak your, your target language? And I'm gonna talk in general about target language because this can be for people who are learning English. And I think there are some native English speakers that listen to this podcast as well. So maybe you guys can get some tips for you know, speaking your target language in, in another country. The first piece of advice I would give you is try to really take advantage of the immersion. If you're going to another country, if you're going to a foreign country where they speak your target language, then you have this great opportunity to really immerse yourself in the culture, to immerse yourself in the language. In certain countries, you're gonna find this immersion easier than in others. The good benefit or one of the great benefits about being a learner of English is that if you go to English speaking countries, you're going to find it very, very easy to communicate in English and not your native language because the standard of language learning in, especially in the UK, but I think it's the same in the US and Australia and all these countries, the standard of language learning is terrible. It is awful. I think there was a poll that showed that 70% of people in the UK couldn't hold a conversation in a foreign language. However, I don't think that poll excluded people who had a native language other than English in their household as they were growing up. You know, somebody maybe a language like Polish or Urdu or French or, or whatever. So I think if you excluded those people, kind of people who had like a family reason to learn another language, who had another language in the home, I can't imagine the number being higher than 10% of people. I think that, I mean, I personally, I think of the hundreds of people that I know or know of between my family, my friends, my work colleagues, all this kind of thing. I think that the number of people that I know that can speak a foreign language and hold a conversation in a foreign language is probably about three people. And I think that's being generous. I think the number would maybe be closer to one or two, but it's, it's again, it's, it's pretty bad. So the good thing for you though, as a, a learner of English, is that you're going to find it very, very easy to communicate in English because you won't be able to fall back on your native language because there's simply the people here don't have the language skills. They, they are, you know, you're going to have to communicate in English, which is good because you can create this immersion. Another good way that you can really create this immersion and really make it stronger is if possible, travel solo, go by yourself. Don't travel with friends, don't travel with family, although I appreciate if you have kids and you're married and things like that. It's it's not possible, or it's maybe, it maybe is possible, but you might have an argument. You know, it's not possible to travel solo. But if you know, if you do have the opportunity to travel solo, 100% do it. It's something that I have done for all of my holidays, bar one, for the last five years. I've always traveled solo. And why is traveling solo so good? Well, the main reason is you're on your own, you know, you don't have another person who speaks your language that you can rely on, that you can revert back to, that you can, you know, kind of hide away from the, the, the target language, if you will. You know, you don't have this person that you can go, ah, oh, well, I'll just communicate with this person in my native language because they're not there. So you need to communicate in your target language. If you want to have conversations, if you want to avoid a holiday where you just sit by yourself and don't talk to anyone, then you need to communicate in your target language and it forces you to, to put yourself out there. Another way that you can, or 
how you can combine this with something else to really boost your, your language learning would be to stay somewhere like an Airbnb, however, stay in someone else's house. I know that there are plenty of options on Airbnb, super popular in Spain for some reason, I'm not sure why, but there are loads and loads of places on Airbnb where you can stay with people in their house and you know you can communicate there right away you have somebody that you can communicate with in your target language it's not as stressed as maybe in a restaurant because they're not a waiter who's rushing around trying to serve hundreds and hundreds of tables and and trying to you know do their job under pressure it's someone that you can really kind of relax with and, and take your time to have a have a conversation and at least in my experience they've all been really really lovely really really patient people so it's it's, it's great to have a have a conversation with and that'll help you to really put your your language skills you know in, into practice in a, in a real situation and this is going to help you along with you know the whole immersion and everything like that this these things are really going to help you to come out of your comfort zone to come out your comfort zone and, and develop and push yourself as, as a person because you you know you don't have a choice you can't hide behind the fear you can't hide behind the worry and oh what if i say this what if i say that what if i say this you have to just go for it you have to do it you can and i speaking from it personally you get over the fear you get over the worries of oh what if i say something and this person makes fun of me what if i make a mistake because the more that you do it the more that you realize that you know you, you, you it's, it doesn't it's not that big a deal it doesn't make a difference if you make a mistake who cares nobody's gonna laugh at you okay nobody's gonna make fun of you the important thing is that you're you know communicating with these people and oftentimes the other person is is grateful that you can speak their language. I mean, I've already given the case of the UK where there are no foreign language skills, basically. So if you can communicate in English with these other people, they're like, oh, great, fantastic. I know what this person wants. I can do my job more easily because I can understand, you know, more or less exactly what, what the person wants. Similar idea in Spanish. I've had, and I've had Spanish people say this to me, that the level of English generally in Spain is, is so poor that people who speak Spanish, it's almost like people have this feeling of, oh, good, thank God, I don't have to speak English. You know, I don't have to use my English skills that I'm not very confident in. I can speak Spanish. So you see, these are people who are worried about speaking a foreign language and by speaking Spanish, you're, you know, you're helping them out. So it's this this whole thing. It's that, you know, it's, it, it pushes you, it forces you to develop and, and things like that. I find that by pushing myself, that it gives me this desire to want to keep going, to want to keep learning a language, to want to keep putting in the work. To give an example of this, I talked in the fourth episode of the podcast about how I'd stayed in an Airbnb in Madrid and I'd been talking to these these guys that I, I was there with and I'd originally stayed in this Airbnb with these two guys. One was from Venezuela, the other one was from Spain. I'd originally stayed with them in September of 2021 when I went out to Madrid for the first time and then my level of Spanish wasn't very good. It was maybe an, an A1. It was like super basic stuff. I had to constantly Google Translate to put sentences together. I had to speak in English. The other guys had to speak in English. There was a bit of a problem because they weren't super confident in their English skills. My accent made things a bit difficult even though I've said I don't have a particularly strong Scottish accent but one of the issues and one of the things I'm trying to do when I record this podcast is force myself to speak a bit more slowly because in 
my native normal accent, I tend to speak quite quickly. I think Scottish people in general can tend to speak quite quickly and that was causing them a lot of problems. I mean, we still had a good time. They're still lovely guys. I still, you know, they were super helpful to me, but there definitely was this language barrier. So I went back there in April last year and so it'd been, yeah, about a year and a half. Of, of learning Spanish since then and my level of Spanish had improved to be like C1 level, like fluent level. I was able to have conversations with them completely in Spanish about politics, the current situation in the UK, all this kind of stuff. And they actually said to me, they were like, wow, we, we actually can't believe this. This is insane. I remember when you came, you could barely speak Spanish and you know, now we're having these full on conversations, you know, full, full speed, all this kind of stuff. This is amazing. And, and you know, that really meant a lot to me when they said that. I was like, wow, that's, that's, he's right. You know, they're, they're, they're these two guys are, they're, they're right. I, I can see the difference. I, I, you know, I can feel the difference. And it's kind of like this feeling of, wow, you know, all my hard work paid off. Those hundreds of hours spent listening to podcasts or reading books or in language lessons, it's really paid off. You know, I, I can do this. It's like proving that, yeah, I can learn a language. This has all been worth it. I've been able to connect on a, on a much deeper level. And that really, fired me up that really gave me this drive to want to keep going to want to keep pushing to want to keep developing and so I think that's the other benefit for traveling is it can give you this energy it can give you this desire to want to keep learning to want to keep going keep on with the journey that actually you know what all those hours that I've spent learning it's worth it it has a result and the result is that I can I can communicate with these people and have these fantastic experiences so as well as as well as this, you know, as well as pushing you out your comfort zone, as well as helping you to develop and, you know, develop your self-confidence, to become more confident as a person, to fire you up as a learner. The other benefit, I would say, of traveling is that it allows you to discover the culture of the country that you're traveling to. Because it's important to remember that language isn't just a communication tool. It's not just a way for you to be able to express your ideas. You don't just learn a language to communicate. When you learn a language, you learn about the culture, you learn about the food, you learn about the history, you learn about the customs, you learn about the dances, you learn, you know, all this different kind of thing. And or different kind of things, I should say, in plural. And that's the thing with traveling, is that if you travel, you can discover these things. You can learn more about the culture. You can go to the local museum and learn things about the history of the town that you're in. You know, if you stay in an Airbnb, other benefit of staying in an Airbnb, you can get local recommendations from people. Where are good places to go? What are some good traditional dishes to try? Is there anything that you would recommend me doing? Oh, you should go to this museum. Oh, you should try to book in to see this show. It's a type of traditional dancing from blah, 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 century or whatever. It's all these different kinds of recommendations and you can really immerse yourself in the culture. You can really enrich yourself. You can really learn more. And, and it's another thing that makes the language learning worthwhile. Again, to give another example, the food in the UK, it's not very good. I'm going to make an episode on it at some point, although I think it's kind of a known thing online that, you know, it's a joke that British food, it's its not that great, okay? It's not, it's, it's good for a cold winter's day, I'll tell you that. British food is good for the terrible weather that we have here because it warms you up, it fills you up, and it makes you feel, you know, nice and warm and, and, and what's the word we would use? Content, I guess? You know, it gives you this, this, this feeling. It's perfect for the weather that we have here. However, it's not very healthy, it doesn't look very good, it's not very imaginative unfortunately. So one of the benefits of traveling 
for me personally is that I'm able to discover all these all this food, all these dishes, all these these different cuisines that I've never tried that plates that plates well we wouldn't say plates that's a Spanish uh, pronunciation thing or Spanish translation coming in there but all these dishes we would say dishes all these dishes that I just don't exist in in British culture for example and um, my favorite Spanish dish is um, pulpo gallego which is like Galician style octopus we do not eat octopus in the UK it just doesn't exist it's just not a thing. When I worked in Tesco, which is the supermarket in the UK, just during lockdown, well, during the pandemic, it was the only job I could get after I, I finished uni. I worked on the, the fish counter and um, at one point there was this foreign couple came up to the, the counter and I don't know where they were from. I think they were from a Mediterranean country based on the accent. I'm not sure exactly which one. And they went, oh, do you have octopus? And I had to say to them, I'm sorry guys, but it's just not a thing here. I wish we did. I wish we sold it because it is delicious, but it's just not something that Scottish people, British people, it's just not something that we eat. It's just not part of the national diet. So we don't sell it because nobody would buy it. I'm sorry. And you know, by going to Spain, by going to another country, I was able to try it and, be, and I discovered that, wow, it tastes amazing. And so there we go. And a perfect example of how language learning can help you to discover these things, can help you to discover these these elements, these cultural elements that, that otherwise maybe don't exist in, in your own culture. And I think that's the great benefit of language learning. It's as well as being able to communicate with people, to relate to people on a more deeper level, to, to make friends with these other people, to have these deeper relationships. It also allows you to discover this culture that you know you otherwise you wouldn't know about and i think that's another another fantastic benefit that makes language learning really really worthwhile so i think that just about covers everything for today thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed this this little sort of look into the the benefits of traveling and things like that i'm going to keep on enjoying my holiday right now i will do kind of a, a summary of of elche how how it went what I liked about the, the, the city, how I was able to put my language skills into practice, if there are any other kind of language learning insights to come from that. So, you know, stay tuned for that one at some point in the future. Once more, the link to the transcript is in the description. If you like what you hear and you want to keep supporting me, if you want to toss some spare change my way, the link to the Kofi is in the description as well. And I hope you all have a wonderful day and I will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.